Welcome everyone to Sports Across the Board. I'm Gary McKillops, and in this episode, we talk with former Heisman Trophy winner and current broadcaster for ESPN and the SEC Network, Tim Tebow. Tim was at SEC Media Days in Atlanta recently, and we had a chance to talk to him about an organization that he's representing, and then discuss some of the hottest issues in college sports. Let's listen to that interview right now. All right, we're with Tim Tebow, and Tim, you're representing the American Football Coaches Association and the Good Works team. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about that. Well, it's something that's so near and dear to my heart. I had the, the privilege and honor of being a part of the All-State AFCA Good Works team my senior year in college in 2009. And, you know, I love being now having the chance to, to be an ambassador for it and, uh, and be able to share some of the amazing things these young men are doing. This is one of the, the few awards that celebrates what these young men are doing off of the field, not just what they do on the field. And, uh, and that really matters because what they're doing is incredible. They're making such an impact in their communities, in their families, in schools, and honestly, for some of them around the world. And so it's really special to be able to um, try to share their story a little bit. And these are players from all different divisions, correct? That's right, yeah. And there have been 114 nominees, and that just came out, and it will be whittled down to um, 11 on the team from the FBS and 11 on the team from the FCS, or, you know, all the different divisions and NAIA and all of them, and there's some amazing young men that are part of it. And so I encourage everybody to, to check out their bios because it's pretty cool. And in the past, there have been some pretty notable players who are part of this team. Correct? Absolutely. There's been a bunch of them, obviously, that, you know, um, a lot of people talk about the Manning brothers and everyone, but shoot, there's been everyone from, you know, every conference to Ivy League to so many. And this is, it's not just about how much hype you get on the field. This is about the impact they're making off of the field. And what types of things are they doing off the field? Oh my gosh. I mean, it's just, you name it. It's, it's mission trips, it's hospital visits, it's starting their own foundations, it's orphanages, it's um, medical clinics, it's uh, donating their bone marrow. It is prison visits. It's, I mean, so many different things that these, that um, I could keep going. The list is longer and longer, and it's getting more creative every year of the ways that they can have impact on, you know, um, different ones on, on, on uh, reservations. And so it's just really cool. And how many years have you been involved? Uh, so I was on the team in 2009 and then probably been involved, my guess is maybe the last seven. Yeah, so it's been really cool. Let's talk a little bit about football and what's going on in the major college football, sure. certainly. Do you foresee a, a two-division setup eventually? I don't know that I see two. I think I see a little bit more than that. Obviously, who knows what's going to happen right now, so I definitely don't have all the answers. I would probably guess towards three um, would be my guess. You might have an SEC, a Big Ten, and maybe another, but there's so much at play right now. There's the TV contracts, right? There's the, um, you know, so many of the ties with schools in different states, and then there's the also the traditions, the rivalries, all that, that play into it. So there's a lot that has to be figured out. Seems as though the ACC is one of the leagues left out. Do you see them as part of this third uh, division, perhaps? Well, I, I des definitely see them uh, as a part of something. There's too many great teams and, um, you know, too much that they have to offer not to. So I think it's going to be really um, 
interesting to see how they figure it out. Do they, you know, figure it out with the merger of another conference? Do they, um, you know, try to grab some other schools and make their own? Um, I've, I've heard that from some different people that they could, that's something they could be looking at as also a possible, you know, ACC, like West Coast Division, um, you know, from a, a, a couple people that have heard that could be a possibility. So I think, you know, it's just too early to really tell, but I think there's a lot of conversations happening every day. Were you as surprised as everybody about this USC UCLA thing? Um, I don't know. I, I don't. I, I think right now, it's yeah, you're surprised, but I think there's not much in in, in college football that can be too surprising right now. You got to kind of have your head on a swivel right now. NIL, uh, good or not so good? Um, you know, I think being able to support all of these young athletes. I think can be a really good thing, but I also feel like we need to do a, a better job of putting guardrails in place, um, because I think I don't think anything that doesn't have um, rules and um, an understanding of what it is um, can be as good as it, it should. And I think that's something that's needed. And if you talk to a lot of, you know coaches, players, you know, universities, they want to understand what are the guidelines, you know, where, um, because if not, you know, it just can be a very gray area. And so I think that would be important for long, long-term success. Many say the NCAA may not be able to provide those guardrails and we may not mm-hmm. see that organization in existence, at least the way it is now. And then I think it's going to be really hard to, who, who we were having this conversation yesterday, actually, with some of the nation crew is who could be that establishment or that that leadership because every group needs leadership right and um you know it'd be interesting to see how the the jockeying takes place for that and what all and i don't know um what necessarily the answers are but i do think leadership is important right now let's say you were back in school back in the day you got a million dollars how would your teammates react to that it's a, a really good question. I think that's also one of the things that makes it really interesting for some of the leaders of these schools because while they're um, having the chance to use the name, image, and likeness, um, you know, some of their other teammates might not be doing it as much. And so I think it's really important to, to still, you know, to take advantage of the, the opportunities in front of you, but also still keep that team. And I think the, the best leaders are going to be the ones that can still keep that team cohesiveness and, and camaraderie, even in the midst of everybody doing their different deals. The other thing at play is this transfer portal, which has been around now two years, I guess. Yeah. But uh, how's that working out? What do you think? It... it you know, I, I w- it's interesting. It's, um, I also think we got to figure out what are the rules around that as well, um, you know, in the timelines and when you're allowed, when you're not, uh, based on the, the time of year and then um, how many. And I, I, I think it's, it can be great, right, for, to give an athlete the opportunity to, to go play at another place where he wasn't going to play. But I also think it's important that... Um, that, that there are also there's understandings around it and there's rules that take place and there's guardrails on that as well so that it it's just not you know bouncing around just to try out the you know new foods cafeteria yeah. let's talk a little bit about the upcoming season do you see georgia with a good shot at repeating 
I think they're going to have a really good team, but I think it is really hard to repeat, and I think they have a really tough schedule. And um, I think there are, there's going to be a lot of teams, I think, rising up in the SEC this year to be competitive. So I just think not that they're not better than most, but it's just that there's, it's such a gauntlet every year in the SEC. And then to you know get to the SEC championship and looking at an in Alabama, maybe an A&M, that's also really hard. So it's, it is quite the gauntlet they have to go through. But I, um, I think they have a, a really talented team. But my biggest question is how can you replace the leadership they had last year with all of those alpha males that were held the team so accountable? We know about, obviously, Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State. Any surprise teams you think we might see this year? Interesting to see, um, you know, with the the um, Pac-12, you know, what their um, if USC could could rally and, and be competitive with Lincoln Riley. Um, be interesting if there could be um, another team out of the SEC. Um, I think it's probably more likely that they all kind of get beat up <laughs> from each other. I think I can, you know. Um, you know, can Clemson make a, a push at it from the ACC? I know a lot of people are um, believers in Miami right now, but you know, it's just it's so early and it's so hard to tell. But it's one of the things that I love so much about college football is, is you know, there hasn't been a game kicked off yet, so a lot of teams still have a lot of belief right now. <laughs> and how about a Heisman candidate, Bryce again? I think Bryce is up there. I think C.J. Stroud's up there. I think Caleb Williams is up there. Um, I still personally think Will Anderson's probably the best player in the country. He should have been a Heisman finalist last year. Um, I also think maybe a a dark horse for it would be um, Kansas State running back Deuce Vaughn. Not a lot of people give him a a lot of love because their team hadn't been great, but he is awesome. Um, he's, He's Darren Sproles. There you go. Yeah. You enjoying this broadcast gig? Yeah, I love it. It's yeah. fun to uh, still have the chance to talk ball. I understand you were out doing another commercial for the Heisman House, right? Yeah, <laughs> last week. Yeah, Who that, was that in was that fun. One? Are, were they all in that one? Or how did that uh, not everybody. Who was in that one? I think uh, Carson Palmer, um, Derek Henry, me, Bryce, RG3, Charlie Ward, um, Coach Spurrier, I'm probably leaving a few more out, but it was a good group that was all out there having a great time. That's great. Listen, Tim, I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Yes, sir. That was our interview with Tim Tebow. The interview was recorded at the Omni Hotel, and the Omni in conjunction with the College Football Hall of Fame, they're right next door to each other here in Atlanta. They served as the host this year for Media Days. Media Days is something that uh, brings together all the coaches from the conference. It's kind of the unofficial start of the college football season. And we were happy to be there this year. And our thanks again to Tim Tebow for being our guest. Tim is with the SEC Television Network. You'll be seeing a lot more of him this fall. You'll also be hearing more of us very soon on our next podcast featuring Gary Stoken, president and CEO of the Peach Bowl and the Chick-fil-A Kickoff Classics. That's it for now. I'm Gary McKillops, and this has been Sports Across the Board.
You've been listening to Sports Across the Board. Join us next time as we take you behind the scenes on everything from the big events and the big issues to discoveries that are changing the world of sports. Sports Across the Board is an exclusive presentation of the McKillops Group. If you like what you've heard, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.